Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Kuf Mem Tes. We are on Kuf Mem Ches Amad Beis, the Mishnah. So it's uh, four lines from the bottom. Moina Adam es Archov ve'es Paparosov mipiv. So let's say a person has guests over for Shabbos. Paparosov means your appetizers. And this comes up in Kashras, you know, where let's say you're giving a certification on a hotel program. So halacha is, you're allowed to count the guests that you're having, or you're allowed to count how many appetizers you're having. You can't read off a menu. You cannot read off a guest list on Shabbos, and we'll see why. The Rishonim say one of two reasons, either because you, uh, you, you might erase it, because you can say, oh, that guy's not, not invited. <laughs> you erase his name off your list on your seating arrangements for your uh, Shabbaton, or um, if I'm allowed to read these lists, I might end up reading Shtare Hediotis in Shabbos, which according to Rashi means business documents, according to Taisus means anything that's not Taira, that would be considered Shtare Hediotis. So because of that, one is not allowed to read a menu on Shabbos, one is not allowed to read a guest list on Shabbos, that's the Mishnah. So we'll see in the Gemara, if we have 30 seconds, maybe we'll throw in some halacha lemaisa. That's the Mishnah. So just starting again from the Mishnah. You'll have to verbalize what you're serving, what the menu is. You cannot read it off a of paper because there's a concern. You might end up erasing it, fixing it, or you might end up seeing it. If I'm allowed to do that, I could read documents on Shabbos. Next halacha. So pious means a raffle. So you could have some type of raffle at your Shabbos table. Let's say you have a big piece of cake versus a small piece of cake. The Mishnah says you're not allowed to raffle off the big piece of cake uh, you know, versus the small piece of cake, you're not allowed to do that even amongst your own family. And the Gemara is going to go into what exactly is going on here. Next halacha, you could do a halashin, which the Gemara is going to say means a gyrul, a raffle for the kachim, so the kahanim, they would raffle off who gets which parts of the karbanis. Beyond if on you're allowed to raffle it off. Avaloi al hamanis, but not on manis, which means the the presents, things that were shechted before Yantif that are still hanging around. However, you have kachim hanging around in the base of Mikdash, you cannot raffle that off on Yantif, items that were already uh, brought that are not Yantif karbanis. Okay, so now we're up to Kuf Memtes Amaralov. My timer, what's the problem? Why can't I read off a menu? Why can't I read my, why can't the caterer read off the menu on Shabbos? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Amar, Rabbi says, There's a concern, you might erase it. It says you're serving stuffed cabbage for the appetizer, and then the, and the caterer's like, No, I don't want anybody to see that, so he erases it. He's going to start erasing it on Shabbos. That is concern number one. Abaya Omar, Abaya says a different concern. You might see that if I'm allowed to read menus, I can read my tax return. I can read other documents on Shabbos. So therefore, Chazal said you cannot read menus either. So the Gemara says, my benai, what would be a practical difference between these two reasons? Either it's because I might erase it versus I might end up reading documents on Shabbos. It could be now, the difference would be the Kasav Akhaisel. It was written on the wall, umidli, and it's very high. So you have this, uh, you know, the seating charts for shul, it's way up there. Nobody could erase anything. You can't, even if you want, you can't go, you're not going to be able to reach it. So in that case, if the concern is I might erase it, there should be no concern. I can't reach it. That if I'm able to read the guest list, I might end up reading uh, documents in Shabbos. There's the same concern. No matter how high you put it up in the air, it doesn't make a difference. If you're going to 
assume, if I can read this, I can read other things on Shabbos. So we still have that problem. So that would be one nafkaminas. The Gemara says, hold on. According to one that says the concern is that the caterer is going to erase something from the menu, why is that your only concern? Nechash, we should also be concerned. Shema Yikra. Independent of whether you might erase it or not, there should also be another, another concern that if I'm able to read menus, I might end up reading tax documents. Vasu, Lashema Yimchak, Loichashinan. You're telling me that since it's very up high, there's no concern he might erase it? Is that true? But now we look at a Mishnah way back, Dafir Aleph from an Aleph, the first day of quarantine. La Yikra, La'arhaner, Halacha is you're not allowed to read. To a can uh, in front of a candle on Shabbos because Shemayata, you might tilt the candle, might tilt the oil. Rabba, Rabba said, I come as even if it's two stories high or, or the height of two people. I feel they two um what's it, the saddle that uh, they put on, on these animals. I feel that's ten stories high. you still cannot read to that candlelight. how do you uh, why not? Loy plug. Chazal didn't differentiate. You're not allowed to read to the light of a candle on Shabbos, an oil candle, right? Doesn't make a difference how high it is. So if I'm not allowed to read a menu on Shabbos, so sticking it on a wall 20 feet high, now, now I'm allowed to do that? What's going on here? So the Gemara says, you're right. Ella what will be the difference between these two reasons that I might erase it versus I might now go read documents? The Kasava Kaisel Umitate. You wrote it in a, uh, on the wall. And it's imitate, but it's, it's low down. So what's the concern? The one who holds that, that you might erase the chashinan, you can still erase it, you can paint it over and erase the letters written on the wall. But you might see that if I'm able to read the menu, I'm g- going to now go open my mail and read my documents on Shabbos. Why? Because you wouldn't assume if I'm reading a wall, then I'm allowed to read a document. It's two different things. You're not going to, oh, if I'm, I'm allowed to read, read, uh, read something that's on a wall, meaning literally, not hung on a wall. They wrote the letters in the wall, graffiti. So if, if I can read that, I can read my documents. You wouldn't say that necessarily, and therefore that would be the difference between the, uh, the two opinions. Then I think Amar says, hold on. You're telling me that there's two different, two different reasons behind this. So why don't we are why are we not concerned for both? Vilamanda Amar Shema Yikra, the one who holds the whole concern of reading guest guest lists and seating lists and menu charts, all these things is Shema is a Shema Yikra that I might end up reading documents because paperwork. Lecha Shema Yimchak. Why are you not concerned for the other reason? Shema Yimchak, you might erase something. And even if it's on a wall, you should, you, you, there'll be concerning amount of races. Gemara says, you're right. They hold the both reasons. Where it is literally etched, etched into, the, into, the, uh, into a tablet. Now, a tablet means a tablet, not your, uh, your iPad. But back in the day, they had tablets, right? So you had this, uh, the, they had a luach, uh, you know, a, a wooden tablet. So it was etched into it. Va'apinkos, or some type of um, ledger. The one who holds that the whole concern is Shema Yimchaik, I might erase a Lechashin. I can't erase something that's etched in stone. And Lamanda Amar Shema Yikra, that I might end up reading it. So then, Chashinon. I'm sorry, reading it, reading other, other documents, I, I would assume if, I, if I'm able to read this thing, I can read other things. So the Gemara says, Lamanda Amar Shema Yimchaik, Lechashema Yikra. But according to one that holds, the whole reason is because of, a, of you might erase it. What about the other reason? That I'm going to see that if I can read these things, I can read other documents. So the Gemara says, If you want to tell me, Tablu, Pinkus, Bishar, Lemechalef, come on, you're reading something that's etched in stone. That's the same as opening up your, uh, your tax returns. 
there's no, you could say no one's going to make that mistake. Vatani, it's not true. Because you see in a bright, it says like this, Moina Adam, a person's allowed to count. Kama mi b'fnim, the kama mi b'chutz. You're allowed to say, oh, who's sitting here on the inside? Who has outdoor seating? The kama manis asulani How many appetizers we're gonna serve to these people? You're allowed to do that only mikasav shal gabi hakoisal. Only things that are written on the wall itself. Avaloi mikasav shal gabi tablo pinkas. When it's in a tablet, that's already portable. You could see why someone might confuse that with a document. So the Gemara says, hey, chidami, what are we talking about here? If it actually said it's written in ink, literally written in ink, so what's the difference if it's written on a tablet, written on the wall, it's not a paper, so if, if you assume that we're only going to confuse paper and paper, so then the tablet should also be fine. It must be the chayik, it's etched into the stone. Vikatani. And the Bryce says it's mutter to, to count. Mikhtaf shagabi hakaisam. Seemingly, you're not going to, to, uh, to, to, you're not going to confuse something written on the wall with your documents. Avalei mikhtaf shagabi tablo pinkos. So you see from here that it's not necessarily true that agabi tablo pinkos. It would still be us, because you might end up reading, um, you might end up reading shtari hadiyotes. So the Gemara says you're right. Allah the kasa vakaisal umidli. The case was you, our first answer, you wrote it on the wall and you made it really high. So according to everyone, you're not going to uh, compare something written in the wall and a star. That's concern number one is out. And what about the concern of erasing it? I can't reach it. Ah, you told me the kashilach rabba rabba said when it came to the reading, it doesn't make a difference how high the candle is you know, above you, it doesn't make a difference to us, sir. The rabba, that opinion of rabba, the chazal say, loy plug, no matter where this candle is, you cannot read to our and therefore, no matter where this, it's written, there should be concern of going to erase it. Tanohi. It's machlok, isn't that tanon? If this is true. The tanya, we're going to need brysa. Mayna adam es archa, ves kap reisa mi piv, avaloy menaksav. You're allowed to say it. You're allowed to recite, you know, the number of guests, but you cannot read off a paper, a seating list, uh, even if it's on the wall. Rabbi Acha, Matir Mechsav Shagabi Akhoyz. Rabbi Acha argues, and he says, you're allowed to read off something that's written on the wall. Now the Gemara says, Hey, Chidami, what's the case talking about? It's written on the bottom of the wall where you could reach it and erase it. There should be another concern. They're going to erase it. That it was written and it's uh, high above where people could reach, this halacha of rabbah, that we don't care how high it is, so that would be the difference how high it would be. According to the man, the Amr, that says that the concern is erasing, so maybe if I put it really high, there would no longer be a concern for erasing uh, these things. Now, just by the way, halacha lamaisa, what do we do? It's, it's, sometimes you go to people's homes and they have the whole, like you're going to wash and you see the whole menu, what you're, what you're going to be served that meal, right? So they have a whole list. Uh, is, is a woman allowed to read off the list, a menu on Shabbos? Halacha is no, she's not allowed. She's not, you're not allowed to read off a list. There's some limitzchos that Rabbi Asher is quoted as saying that women typically don't erase things on Shabbos. Nobody, nobody edits menus these days. But halacha lamaisa, one is not allowed to read off a menu or a seating list on, on Shabbos. The Aruch HaShokhan says... That's referring to the, 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 the Oh, very good. So, the Aruch HaShokhan says that's only referring to... Look at Mishabru as well. 
the Baal Abbas, the caterer, uh, the one who's in charge. So I think the Aruch HaShulchan says that it's either him or some of the other place, him, the husbands are not shaykhs to, to the menu, so they can read it for their wives. So the way uh, I was asking some of the kashras vadim to, uh, this, 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 this afternoon, I was curious what their policies were. So someone from the OU wrote to me that the OU officially, I don't know if they have this in their contract, but officially the caterer cannot read off the menu. The, he has to have one of the non-Jews, or even if it's a Jewish staff, who's not the head waiter, not the caterer, they could read it to the, uh, to the caterer, but you shouldn't be reading it yourself, because there's a concern you're going to erase it on Shabbos. What about the Shtari Hedyaitis? So it seems like we're not so concerned that people are going to be reading Shtari Hedyaitis based, uh, based on menus, based on these things, especially if it's laminated. But first says if it's laminated and you read it to someone else, and someone else is reading it for you, that's fine. But it's something to consider uh, when reading seating charts and, and uh, all these other things. There's another heter, by the way. The Mishnah brings this down. It's Inyan Adiyayma. So the Mishnah says that we don't want a Kamsa bar Kamsa situation. So it could be Chazal or not Geyser any time that people are going to get upset. Now, this has nothing to do with the menu, but when it comes to seating, anyone who's been involved in seating, you know, uh, yeah. So you could have some Kamsa bar Kamsa situations. So it's definitely B'mok and Mitzvah. Additionally, the Piskachuvis brings down if a Gabba wants to read off the paper who got an Aliyah last week, this week also B'mok and Mitzvah, B'mok and uh, avoiding fights. And the Gemara actually says this there with Kahanim, it's better to just read off the list. So no problem. You'll have to read off who got an Aliyah, Misha Beirachs, uh, Kamalis. We do that on Shabbos. All this is from this Gemara. Gemara only talking about erasing, not writing. Maybe you Right, the other side of the Edit, right. I hear. I'm going to add something else. For some reason, the Gemara focuses on, 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 on erasing. So the, I think the Ramam holds. You have to mean the, the Gemara when it's so high up, you can't erase, but you can still write. Can write something lower down. Correct, you'll be able to write lower down. Yeah, but, so. but the person's not going to know. He's saying, I might write something down. Interesting. I hear. I don't know. Good point. It could be we're, we're focused on the menu, taking, taking, it looks like we're taking away people. That it seemed like people, oh, this guy was invited? No, 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 he's not invited. Also, if I recall correctly, some of the Akhrenim say that, that it used to be they would announce, they like, after Shul, they would announce who was eating by who. So you didn't want to announce the wrong name. So, oh, Smith's eating there? No, 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 you have to erase that. So there was the concern of erasing as opposed to adding people. Okay. Right after Tisha B'Av. So, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter um, if you like, etched it or like, if you print it. Really yeah, because that would be uh, so that's Rabbi Yashu's uh, heter. That is not as that. Nobody's erasing a printed menu. What do you what do you erase? Nothing to do. Right. So that's Rabbi Yashu's heter that Rabbi Fishbein told me, but I, I didn't I didn't see a written tube on it. But yeah, I see I hear the swara that we don't erase things. Who's erasing something? You can't erase it. You know, it's not a pencil. Okay. Good. All these things are are uh, what there's what to discuss. There's a whole sif and shulchan another time. Okay. Next. Vahani tenoi. This machlekes in the halacha of Rava, regarding the concept of leiplod, when we say a halacha, you cannot read la'ar haner, no matter how high it is, this halacha is, uh, is kahani tonight, the same achleik as we have in a different place. The tani mothin abraisa, ein royin b'mara b'shabes, not a look in the mirror on Shabbos. Why? Because you're going to see that, you know, your hair is off a little bit, or as the Mordechai says, you're going to see you have a gray hair or something, and end up doing something on Shabbos and be machal Shabbos. So no looking in the mirror on Shabbos. Rav Meir, mater b'mara ha'kavua b'kais. Rav Meir says, no, it's mutter. When you have a mirror that's kavua, it's set in the kaisal in the wall. So what's the difference? Ma'ishna ha'kavua b'kaisal, because by the time you take your shaver out, mitka, you remember, one second, it's Shabbos. So you won't end up cutting, you know, your sideburns are not even or something. You won't make that mistake. So if, it's, if you have a handheld mirror, it seems like there's a concern. I gotta just take up my, my shaver and shave. But if it's on, on the wall, no problem. So the Gemara says, Shani Kavu Anami. 
uh, if you don't, if you, even if it's not on the wall, you have a handheld mirror, you still got to go get your shaver. By the time you got your shaver, your scissors, you'll remember it's Shabbos. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. We're talking about a mirror that, that was a, a sheet of metal. And it was a good blade. So you were able to use that as your scissor. And now you know why halacha lemaisi, you never heard of this halacha, not looking in the mirror on Shabbos. Why can I not look into a metal sheet that's a mirror on Shabbos? You're going to have a little piece of here that's not, that's not, uh, that's not even, it's going to look off, so you might cut that piece of here with the mirror but if you have a mirror that's on the wall mirror mirror on the wall you're not going to have that problem because you can't cut your hair with that mirror and therefore today unless you have one of the unless you're literally walking on the broken mirror even then nobody cuts their hair with mirrors today so there would not be a concern that's why you never heard of the halacha regarding looking in the mirror just by the way many of the uh want to bring a riot from here that there's no problem for a man to look in look in the mirror so some some of the uh, rishonim saying oh it's talking about women uh, there's a discussion in Yaredea regarding Leyobash Gever Silmas Isha, that it's a woman type thing to look in mirrors, and therefore it should be us. According to the Shulchan Aruch, it's actually us. The Ramah is the one that's Mako. The Ramah says that if you live in a culture where men also look in the mirror, there's no problem. Now, when you speak out, a person shouldn't spend you know, too much time, too much time looking in front of a mirror, but halakhically, it is no longer a, a consideration of of a Simlas Isha. But interesting that this is probably the only only source in Shas that talks about men looking in mirrors. There's another source where it talks about getting a haircut by an Akhri. Also, it says that you, you, you're looking in the mirror there. So both places sound like you are allowed to look in the mirror. Okay, next. Turn around. Ksav Mahalich Tachas Atsura. You have Ksav, you have a... Uh, Words that are underneath a tzura, underneath an image. So there used to be something called statues, and they have uh, they had like a caption underneath it, explaining uh, what these things were. So that's called a caption. So it's called ksav hamahalech tachas atzura v'tachas hadiyaknois. The yaknois is actually the, the statue. The tzura is like uh, as art. So these things aser likrois likrois of Shabbos. You're not allowed to read these things on Shabbos. Why? The concern was if I read these things, these are like official. Uh, words here, so I might end up reading documents on Shabbos. So, by the way, when we mention Shtari Hadyaitis, you might end up reading documents on Shabbos. It's a fundamental machlek is Rashi and Taisus. Rashi holds Shtari Hadyaitis is tax documents. That's what I've been saying the whole time, because that's what we really paskin the Ramah, that, that business documents. Other Rishonim learn anything that's not Kedusha, anything that's not Taira, is also to read on Shabbos. The Raya really is from this Gemara, because of what? If I read a caption to a statue, I'm going to now I'm going to read a, a tax document? It doesn't make sense according to Rashi. What's the concern? According to the other Rishonim, it fits beautifully. I'm not allowed to read anything, any document that's not Torah on Shabbos. So if I read a caption, I'm going to end up reading the newspaper. But either way, the Gemara says you're not allowed to read a, the, the caption underneath these uh, statues or arts. Also, the Christ of Shabbos. What about this diukna, this, the statue itself? Even during the week, also the you're not allowed to stare at it. Yeah? The, the, the newspaper, it has like no... Caption. Pashas, it should be us, sir. We have to discuss newspapers at a different time. Why uh, there's so many from uh, newspapers, Mishpacha magazine, Ami magazine, right? The only time you're going to read it is on Shabbos, but it's a very good shot. Under, under the picture, right. It could be it's not the same as the statues, but Poison discusses it. It's just very late. So we'll, we'll have to discuss it at a different time. Remind me. Okay. So, so the question is, you can ask for the statue itself, you're not allowed to stare at a statue. You're not allowed to stare at it. You can't look at Elilim. Now, there's two different ways to learn this. 
The way we paskin, halacha lamaisa, is talking about idols. There are those that learn, it's not talking about idols, it's talking about anything that were made by, by people that has nothing to do with Kedusha. Those are also, don't steer it, don't have too much enjoyment. You're supposed to be learning Torah. Like the Mishnah says, Kola ha, ha, no What do you say? No museums. Museums, exactly. So our Messiah, my Messiah is definitely not like the Rabelskis. That's how I was a big fan of museums and art and all these other things. But uh, that's how we pass them. That's how Shachan brings it down. I think Taisa says Alila meaning gods, idols. So the Gemara says, My Tamuda. So uh, where do you learn this at? I'm Rabbi Altifnu El Midatchem. So Alila is a lashon of Chalalim, and the heart is called Chalal. Basically, you're not allowed to steer at the masse, the, the, the work of the hands that came from people that, that have a halal, have an uh, uh, empty, uh, emptiness of their heart. So again, you can see how you have two ways of learning this. Either means shtosim, looking at the statue of uh, Mickey Mantle or something, or it can mean, no, it's talking about something that has to do with idols. That's the machlekes we paskin, that a person is allowed to steer at a, uh, a statue of uh, Mickey Mantle, as long as no one's idolizing him as a, as a, a void zara, that would be fine. And it's all, you know, all in in, uh, in line with with how we go. Okay, Mephis Adam in Banov. So halacha is a person's allowed to raffle off. So he's slicing the birthday cake. Let a raffle off, uh, you know, different pieces of cake. So the Gemara says that you only let, the Mishnah said you only have to do it when it's the same size. So I don't know what you're raffling off. Maybe uh, maybe uh, this one is getting first. I don't know. It's very interesting. But it has to be like something that people would actually care about the raffle. But it's different. It's worth, it doesn't mean the same, it's worth the same amount. That's the mission. It has to be worth the same amount uh, monetarily. So the Gemara says, in Bonavim Bnei Beisayen, you're allowed to do this girl as long as it's equal value. Vim acher loy. You're not allowed to do it with someone else. You can't, let's, let's say you have other people, maybe a pirche type of thing. You can't have a raffle. My time, what's the reason? Let's say you have a people, this could happen. You, you go to a hotel somewhere, but no one, there's no hotel program. Everyone's just doing their own thing. And then, Everyone comes together and they're sitting down eating eating a Shabbos meal together. So you can have people that are marketing themselves Oh, you, you're giving me soda, so I'll give you cake. And everyone's, you know, in, in their mind, they're doing math of how much they're, they're, uh, they're giving, how much they're taking. So if people that are mapping on each other, they're going to be over many Yisurim. Mishim Mida, they can have them measuring on Shabbos. And Mishim Mishka, they're going to end up weighing things on Shabbos. And Mishim they're going to be counting things in a halachic uh, way that's improper, which would be halva, yesterday's daf. Mishum loy v'nu purim biyantif. They're doing hava and they're going to be paying back in the end because they're so busy with their cheshbonos. Another halacha and ukedivrei hill. According to Hillel, yesterday's af af mishum rubis. If I if you lend me milk and I pay you back more milk, or milk went up in value, and if we're good friends, we don't care. Take milk, don't bring back the milk. There's no problem. That's why we never heard of these halachas. But truthfully, if you have a friend, you have someone who lives in your block, you never told, you never say a word to the guy, and you get you lent to milk one day, and you care, and he pays you back exactly what you got, you're gonna end up being Ivor Ribis. If the price of milk went up, you're gonna have to, he's, he's gonna be giving you extra than what than what you lent him. So people that are not that are mocking each other, it's, you're going down a, a bad road here when it comes to Hilchas Shabbos, when it comes to Hilchas Ribis. So the Gemara says, hold on, Ihachi, if this is true. So nami. Now the Gemara is assuming that people didn't get along with each other. So your children also, you should not be making a girl with them because you're going to be measuring, you're going to be mocking on each other. So the Gemara says, no. Banav uvne beisai hainu taima. The reason why you're allowed to do this with your children is k'dirav yehuda marav. Damarav yehuda marav muter lahavos banav uvne beisai beribis. You're allowed to lend your children on interest, meaning, daddy says here. Here's hundred dollars. I'll lend you hundred dollars. You're paying me back hundred and eight, eight uh, percent interest. Mutter. Why? Kedila hat imon 
uh, Tom Rivers. You want them to taste how bad this is so that they, they, when they grow up, they don't end up charging other people. Now, this is not how we paskin. The Gemara in Bava Matziah says the opposite, that if you do that, maybe the, the child's going to see, wait, I had to pay all this money, but look, Dad, Dad got 8%. This is a great idea. When I get older, I'm going to be charging everyone ribbis. So the Gemara says you should not be t- charging your children ribbis, even though the father owns everything still, because you're teaching them, even though you might be teaching them how bad it is, and they wouldn't want to do that to someone else, but you're, you're showing them how much they can profit off it, so you might be uh, speaking to that part of their, uh, of their character. Ihachi, so the Gemara says, so then if it's true, Going back, that we hold it's mutter to, to lend your to lend your children with ribbis. So then, managadela kegem managatananami. Why can I not raffle off small portions, big portions? If the whole concern is you know uh, gambling, but but it should be fine. I'm allowed to see. What will be the difference? It's my children. I'm allowed to show them how bad these things are. So the Gemara says enachanami. You're right. According to this opinion, you would be allowed to raffle off different size, you know, pieces of cake, different values. The chasuri mechasra v'hakitani. The Mishnah just just um, just missing a few words. You are allowed to raffle off um, items on your uh, by your Shabbos table, even you know a big piece of cake versus a small piece of cake, no problem. And there's no concern of of um, of gambling of ribbis. My time, kid Rav Yehuda Marav, like Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav, that since we are not mocked on each, oh I'm sorry, since well, we, I want I want to give them the taste of ribbis. I want to taste. I want to give them the taste of losing uh, a bet. They're gonna to go to Vegas one day. They're gonna. They're gonna. You know, I want them to know that they, when you gamble and and you took took advantage of someone else, it's also a problem. So the Gemara says, hold on. In Bonavim bnei beisa in amacherim loy my timer. So the Gemara says, kide kide Rav Yehuda Amarav. The Rav Yehuda Amarav said that when it comes to your family members, everyone gets along with each other. Hopefully, the father owns everything from a financial standpoint. When it, but other people, you'd be makbid. They're mocking on each other, and therefore they'd be over on all these different things. One more, one more uh, piece here. Monagadolik negim monakatana. So the Mishnah said you're allowed to, uh, you're allowed to, um, to, by your table, you're allowed to only uh, raffle off things that are of equal value, but. But you should not do it. The Gemara here says, during the week, you're not allowed to do a raffle during the week. Why? My mishum kubya. Kubya is the way of the, the Chazal's term for gambling. We know it's called mesachik bekubya. Someone who gambles is pasul leedus. So this is really a sugya in Sanhedrin. It seems like, according to most Yishayim, it has to be a lifetime gambler, someone who doesn't have a job. He's not oisik b'yishuv shalom. He's not someone who has a normal job, and therefore, you know, to borrow the American uh, jury system. Him, he's not a, uh, a peer, not, not a jury of your peers, because he, he doesn't know what it means to work a day, you know, a day of his life. So he's not able to be, he's not, he's puzzle, uh, he's puzzle edos, puzzle to be a die, and sometimes misachi bekuvya. But in the sugya of kuvya, most Rishonim learn that when you gamble, let's say you play poker, and, and, and another year gave you money, he thought he was going to win, he got a bad hand, I don't even know how to play poker, never played it, and he, um, he thought he was going to win. So there's a concept called If he would have known that he was not going to get a good draw, whatever the terminology is, he wouldn't have put money in there. So when you took the money, you stole from him. So that's the most you should learn. There's a whole sugya of kuvya, of gambling. When is the mutter? When is it not? Chinese auctions, dreidel. Uh, there's so much to discuss. We'll have to save it from a sechto Sanhedrin. Okay. Next. Matilin chalashin. So... They said you're allowed to do garolas when it comes to the kahanim. So karbonis that are brought on yantif, you're allowed to raffle off. So 
but but uh, things that were brought before you if you're not allowed to. So my avaloy alamonis. What does it mean that you're not allowed to do the monis? I'm Rabbi Yaakov. Brought the Yaakov avaloy alamonis shechol biyantiv. You can't take the weekday stuff and divide it up on Yantav itself. The Gemara says, Pshita, why would you think you're allowed to take something that should have been done before Yantav, and now you're doing it on Yantav? So the Gemara says, now the tame, uh, so the Pasuk says in Isaiah, your nation is Kimrive Koyin, like the Koyhanim that are fighting. Now, no Koyhanim is reason him, but they were passionate, so it makes sense. They, they would get they would get an argument, and they would fight over over the food. Like by a Kiddush, right? So, even... Uh, Yesterday's carbonis, it makes sense. We have no choice. Everyone's be fighting with each other. Another kamsa bar kamsa. We don't want that. We want to do it evenly, so therefore let's make a raffle. So Gemara says, no, you cannot do that. Kamash Milan, Mishnah says, you cannot raffle off Friday's items on Shabbos itself or on Yantif. Vamar of Yaakov, brother by Saka. Kol Shechavir, so I have a little agata here to the end of the daf. Kol Shechavir, Nena Shayadai. Anyone that causes his friend to get punished, which means, let's say a, a, a person davens from Akavish Brochel, you should punish this person. This person bothered me. You should punish him, Hashem. So then, you, uh, he, he will not be brought in, this person will not be allowed into the inner circle of a Kaddish Baruch Meaning a person, if someone did something wrong to you, Davin, you should be protected from him. Don't Davin, he should, that Hashem should punish him. That's not, that's not the way to do it. We actually had this one of the first few Davin in Dafyami with uh, Remeir's uh, wife. So you'll see that the Gemara quotes that same pasuk that she told him. So Minolan, what do you know? It's Elim Mishum. So the pasuk says by Achav. So so it says by Yom Hashem. Miyiftachas Achav. Who's Miyafata? Who's gonna convince Achav? Vial Vipo Barama Skil. Who's gonna go up to Ramai Skil? Who's gonna tell him it's a good idea to go up there? And so everyone said, I'll do it this way, I'll do it that way, I'll convince Achav to go up there. There was a spirit that went, I'll be the one to convince Achav to go up to uh, remote Gilad, and then he'll die. What he did was, he ended up going to all the Nevi'im, and he lied to them, he was a Ruach Sheker, and he told them, go up to, uh, he told the Nevi'im to convince Achav to go. And we said, my Ruach, who is this Ruach? Who, whose spirit was it? So there was a person called Navois Israeli who lives next door to Achav, and Achav's wife, uh, Izava, wanted this vineyard, and they tried to buy it off him, and what ended up what happening was Izabah hired two people to be, I think, false, false, false uh, Edim, and that he cursed the king, he cursed Kaddish Baruch Hu, ended up happening that he died. So the spirit is now taking uh, revenge on Achav. So he said, I'll be the one to convince the, 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 the Nevi'im, I think it was 400 Nevi'im, he convinced them to go tell Achav that it's a good idea for him to go up to Ramat Gilad, and he ended up dying. So... So Amar Rabbi Yechon is the Ruchah Shenavayis. Who might say the pasuk says say va'asik and go out and do it. Hashem says you want to do it, go do it. Amar Rabbi say mimichitzasi. You could go, but you're not coming back. You're not coming back into my inner circle because you are the one that wants him to get punished. So Rabbi says, how do you know that? V'dilmo hasam ha'netaimo. Maybe the reason why this spirit was punished tichsiv doiver shikarim la'yikon. He he lied. He lied to these neviim. So maybe that's why he got punished. Who said it's because of of the fact that he davened or he he wanted the achav should get punished. We have a different source. So it says that the Tzitkiyo HaMelech went up to went up to Nebuchadnezzar and it says So what does that mean? That he's considered a Bezoyan. 
Shesegam That might mean Zetzitkiyahu. This is Sitkiya, the Melech of Klai Yisrael. So he's referred to as an Aro. And we're going to see, uh, the Gemara is gonna, doesn't explain itself right here. We're going to see soon that the Gemara, there's a whole encounter between Sitkiya and Nebuchadnezzar. And it seems like Sitkiya set up Nebuchadnezzar to get punished. So maybe that's the source that if someone who sets up another person to be punished, he himself is excluded from the inner circle of Akadish Barcho. So that's the Gemara's assumption at this point. So says, hold on. Chada. First of all, the Kuli Krab Netzarksiv. The whole Pasik is talking about Nebuchadnezzar. And it doesn't call Tzitkiya an RL, it calls Nebuchadnezzar RL. Tzitkiya Tzadika. My Havle What could have he done? And we're going to see in a moment what exactly was going on. Uh, the Gemara is going to continue. Basically, Nebuchadnezzar was. was um, was having bia with all these men, all these kings, and he was raping them. So Tzitkiyah went, and there's an interesting, fascinating story, what happened, what took place, but he, Nebuchadnezzar was not successful at uh, sodomizing Tzitkiyah. So it seemingly the Gemara's question was, Tzitkiyah set him, set him up. The Gemara says, no, Tzitkiyah didn't set him. He had no choice. There was, there was no other option. So the Gemara says, you're right. That's not a good source, and we'll go back to the story in a few minutes. Elamei Hacha, a different source, says, and this is the Pasuk that Bruya Told uh, Rameir, Gam Anoish Le Tzadik Le Toiv, Tzadik should not be uh, should not be punishing someone. It's Le Toiv, and in Le Toiv Elara, Le Toiv not good means bad. Uchsev Ki Le Kel Chapetz Resha Atel Le Yigur that Ara someone who's bad will not live with you. Kadosh Baruch Hu. So because Tzadik Ata Hashem Vila Yaga B'Mgur Chara, someone who's Ra, someone who's bad, which is Le Toiv. Who's Le Toiv? Someone who's Anoish Le Tzadik, a Tzadik that's punishing someone. He's considered Le Toiv. He cannot be in the Mechitza of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Now, the Gemara said that this halashim was a term of, of a raffle. So interesting how this fits in with the story of of Nebuchadnezzar. Um, so my mashma that halashim listened to Puruhu. Who told you that halashim is a lashon of Pura? Pura is a gairo. If you remember from Purim, right? Haman is hippo pur. Who a gairo of Neoman? The Chesed of says, Eich nafatu mishmaim. Helel ben Shachan nigdata la arts chalish al goyim. Amarav bar of Huna, what does it mean? Lamin shayamato poor, al gadoli malchus lead the easy ben yamishamishka of Zachar. So Rubichanetzar was this tyrant and he would have a, a, a raffle of who he was going to uh, sodomize that night. Every single day he did this um, for Mishka Zachar with a king, a, a king of one of the one of the nearby countries. That's what he would do with his raffle. So you see, the term Chaylesh is a lashon of a raffle. Uchsev, Kolmachei Goyim Kulam, all of them were uh, were forced to be with Nevuchanetzer. I'm Rav Yechonon Shenachum Mishka Zachar. That um, that when when this happened, there was no longer when, when he died. So then, when Nebuchadnezzar died, there was no longer this uh, Mishkav Zacher going on because he was the one that was, that was running it, and he died. Nobody was able to laugh. He was such a wicked uh, leader. Shnema the Pasuk says, When he died, then everyone's, uh, everyone was happy. Until then, they were not, they were not happy. What is not allowed to stand in that house, if you find Nebuchadnezzar's house, you shouldn't stand there. Shnemar, Usirim Yirak Tusham, that the field should be there, but people should not, or I'm sorry, that Seir means like shade them, 
they're dancing there, so a person should not uh, go there. When Nebuchadnezzar wanted to be with Sitki Yahu, Nimshar Allah so his Arlasa, his his uh foreskin extended Shalosh Meus Amana. Whenever the Gemara uses the term three hundred, it's always an exaggeration. But uh, whatever that means, three hundred Amis long, voice in the Khazaras Akola Masiba Kula surrounded the whole Masiba, something uh Quite embarrassing. Shnemer savata kolemi kavod shesei gamata vehearo. So vehearo means aros begamachia shalosh meis havi three hundred. So that's where the gemara gets this thing where it stretched out three hundred uh, amos. He was not successful. This is some type of punishment to Nevuchadnezzar. When uh, Nevuchadnezzar. Uh, you know, met his uh, his doom in Gehenim. Rashu de Gehenim. All the people that, that were in Gehenim, they got nervous. Amru, they said, maybe Shema Limshalim Huba. He's coming to rule over us. This tyrant. Oi lechalos kemoisim Huba. Maybe maybe he'll be just like us. Shenema the pasuk says, Kam ata cholisa kamoinu elena nimshalti. He was the same as all the other people in Gehenim. Yatsa baskov Amru, maybe naamta redav hashkava sarelim. That he thought that he was going to have a uh, you know a better uh, lot. Uh, than everyone else, nothing same uh, same as the rest of the people in Gehenim. Let's just do one more Gemara. The pasuk says, "Eich shavas noyes shavsa manheva." That when he died, that um, there was a there was a uh, the nationality of Bubba was called Madheva, so that that went away. Amar vidim arav shavsa umazu shama. These people would say, "Why is it called Madheva midoid vahave?" Count your money and bring it, uh, donate it to 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 the country. Vikad army. What does Matheva mean? Shamra Ma'id Ma'id Havi brings so much blame that they couldn't count it. They had so much uh, the fundraising campaigns were great, they couldn't count. Next, the Pasta says, Uravu Yatira Husfasli that Amar Vidim Arav Yirmi Barav Malamit Sharachav Al Ari Zachar. That Nebuchadnezzar had such powers, he was able to ride on a, uh, uh, a lion. The Kasher Tanani. He uh, tied a snake, Baroshai, either it means on his head as like a turban, or on the lion, the Kayamashnem, the Pasik says in Yemiyah, the Gamas Chayas, the Southern, the Sati, the Avdoi, that Hashem was saying that Nebuchadnezzar would have so much power, because Rachel gave him the power, he'd be able to rule over the wild animals, and uh, you see that, that this came true. Okay, Yashir Koyach.